2: Lumos. Hello friends, welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio, I'm your host Ezra, aka Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard, the former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the Flannel Wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur.
3: Heya! Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in. This is the 44th episode of Shell Cottage Radio in which we will discuss Chapter 18 of Harry Potter and the Secrets of Chambers What in the world? (laughs) That was from last episode because I tried to be funny. Harry Potter on the Chambers of Secrets. It's just one chamber, guys. What the heck?
1: (laughs) One chamber. How many chambers? (laughs) Oh, okay. But
3: this is Dobby's. Reward, and it's the last chapter of this book. We're so excited! Before we dive in, we will fill you in on the latest bottle of cottage ketchup quiz, Mister William Weasley, with trivia questions and expand our knowledge about magical and fantastic beasts.
2: I, I'm gonna tell you right now, uh Lottie is not getting any reward for that, you know, what? reading of, of the intro there. Hello, wow.
3: I thought it was it was pretty.
2: hilarious Slam on! I'm kidding. It was great. I'm totally messing around. And Just they say to make...
3: Germans don't have any sense of. Humor. I think
2: Germans don't have a sense of humor. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so, we, we don't. We no, you do. You do. It's just different. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, how you doing? Good.
3: Really good because yeah. we updated our little studio a little bit, which also enabled us to start playing Hogwarts Legacy.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. We had our first run through. First little live stream wasn't great. There oh was... Possibly a situation we had to apologize to some of our listeners, um, some of you guys who witnessed that, and some even some folks from from YouTube who don't listen to the podcast. They just listen to the shorts and stuff. Like they popped in for that new um, live stream that we did, and we almost burnt the cottage down. The cottage to the ground. Yep. On accident. Thank goodness it's made out of sterner stuff, and that we were we were quick uh, to you know fix the situation i i thought we had too much power
3: i thought it was something with the computer to, i thought it was you i know, thought we first had first day we yeah. overheated it it Right,
2: um. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> the Hogwarts legacy is so powerful that it started to like over o- overpower our our brand new computer and monitor. And I was like, oh my god! I mean, it was like magical sparks were flying. It was like someone had you it, know.
3: There were honestly sparks. There flying. were honestly
2: sparks <laughs> flying, and, and and we tried to delete that video from everywhere <laughs> possible it's on the internet. Probably still
3: somewhere on Twitch. Somebody tell us: Is there when you stream live on Twitch after that? Does it automatically?
2: Does it save the, save video, the video somewhere? somewhere? we have no
3: clue maybe it's still there
2: (laughs) because i remember the first time so the first like uh like pop or like but by the way what happened was we had like an electrical cable that was essentially it was leaning up against our heater because we had rearranged the whole room yes we had rearranged all the stuff all the electronics so yours truly the tech wizard made a big mistake and uh accidentally didn't notice that i had Thrown in my in my haste to put the computer yeah. together, I had thrown uh, a cable over against the wall. Yeah. Well, that cable had power running to it. Oh yeah. my gosh! And that was so. Be very careful, friends. Yeah, please uh, be careful
3: when um, you turn the heater on and it's uh, exposed to you, you know yeah. ours. Ours is like those things are just leaned against The wall, yeah.
2: Those things are dangerous, and it was like normally there's nothing next to it. There's normally nothing close to it that could really even be a problem no. but this was like in our rearranging of things you just tossed it and hadn't got fully around to cleaning up because we were just setting up going right into the li- like into the live stream thinking this is gonna be fun playing Hogwarts Legacy within two to three maybe within five minutes <laughs> that thing started going like <laughs> pop, pop,
3: choo, <laughs> pop, <laughs> like really sparks flying and you look at me I remember you like, well, know, we 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 get a flashback <laughs> to the egg, in the exploding. microwave and something else we can't remember. What yeah, was what was it? the other
2: thing that really shocked me? Um, I can't I remember know. something <laughs> where I was just like. Like the egg is the one I would never forget because I, I was just sitting there <laughs> cooking my, my stuff and the microwave starts just like popping and exploding and this freaking egg just blew up. And that's what this reminded me of because I sit there and if you saw me on the thing, I was probably like, uh, Like I just. I know, like,
3: but first you were laughing a little bit because you were so
2: complex. <laughs> I was laughing because I had no idea what, what was <laughs> no. going on. I was like, whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to complete anchor. I was so upset, and and poor Angelina. By the way, we were live on Instagram at the same time. Lottie's like the camera on me. I mean, we've got an electrical wire popping off over here, and so like I'm I'm like yelling at, yeah. Well, I was uh, I was looking at Lottie going. You
3: know when you're panicking. I stopped the
2: stream instantly. Yeah. I mean, I'm so glad that I did because we like walked back over there. You know, some choice words, some adult language uh, happened because you're shocked. You're, you're like, shocked. I mean, you're heck?
3: panicking because it almost heck? caught on fire.
2: Yeah. Like, so. are you kidding me? Well, how did that even happen? Like, what? Yeah. the? And then like, so Lottie was live and instead of turning the live off, she just set the phone down. So I it's know. black. It all goes black. <laughs> but you could still hear so. us. Poor Angelina is still on there. And I remember she messaged me. She was like, I was she, I was like, what, what did you think was happening? And she was like, she was like, I just heard you yelling. <laughs> at at like lottie for like not Uh, shutting down the stream or something i think that's when i walked back over to the phone because we were clear across the you know the way we got we got away uh, from uh our our setup here but that was that's wild
3: my first reaction by the way (laughs) i have so you know sometimes when you're just panicking you do such irrational illogical things yeah i had my heating pad on my lap because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like freezing over there, even though the heater was turned out, Whatever, and I unplugged the heating pad, even though the sparks were flying across the table at your head. I was like, that must be the heating pad. <laughs> plugged it. Well, there's like a hundred other plugs.
2: Yeah, because I remember I, I came over and I was just like, I, I looked at the heating. I was like, is this plugged in? And you're like, no, I unplugged it right away. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was just, so.
3: Trade panic.
2: Yeah, I messaged a few of you guys about it, um and thanks for everybody who was like, you know, kind or, or whatever. But the, the yeah, Instagram was still rolling, and we had like just you know, Angelina, a couple other people in there who then bounced, and you know, it was just funny because it all happened within a matter of minutes. I mean,
3: now we can laugh about it, and we're very. I mean, the rest of the night, I just
2: thank thank the heavens this, yeah.
3: that we are still here. Nothing is burned down. Our mistake was it, forgiven. <laughs> It, but it's just—it
2: is one of those things. Like it is a scary Gosh, thing. You, it is. You think it about, it like, truly is. Actually. House fires that start right. Like yeah. we always, we talk about this at school sometimes. We're always practicing our fire drills and yeah. things like that. And it's because they do happen, and when they happen, I it's know. terrible. Like the smoke and all that. You, like that—that—that's what—that's what that's will kill you before um, mm-hmm. the fire actually. And so I was just sitting down here thinking, like, okay, that's a very easy way, yeah, where in which a kid could accidentally, you know, it just breaks yeah. your heart. And I'm like, yeah. uh, well, there's got to be a better way. Unfortunately, just where we live, that's the unit that they have. It's this right. exposed yeah. uh, heater, which I hate. Yeah, we
3: probably won't get that for our
2: no, own I w- cottage one day. We <laughs> didn't have that prior to this, and then I'm sitting no. here going like, oh, man. It was – it's – yeah, it takes some getting used to to figure out like, yeah, let you get a steer cleaner. And of that? now, I mean, yeah.
3: good thing is now we uh we just completely turned the heater off We're not going to turn it on this year anymore. <laughs> but that here's the thing <laughs> We're though. Just I some.
2: simply was across the room yeah. and like pulled that cable and just slid it across the floor. Yeah. Not thinking it would go all the way to the floor or I'm sorry, to the wall or to the heater. Just I need this out of the way and I yeah. and I I didn't even look behind me and I just kept working over here, didn't think about it. Everything set up we we would have had we not have done the stream we would have looked around and picked up right we would have just been like that's okay that doesn't need to be here that's unplugged you would have looked around but we were just super in a hurry to like have fun with it and and go to hogwarts and everything (laughs) oh safety first friends so yes all right enough of that yeah Uh, yeah. i mean
3: what do you think what do you think of the game
2: the game is wonderful um i absolutely have so i'm playing as a hufflepuff you're playing as, as, as a ravenclaw obviously and it has been great. Oh, my goodness. We just got our wand. So I mean, I just got my yeah. wand. You're going to be getting yours. And we kind of went and we went to Ollivander's. And it's oh, uh, it's
3: such a cute little shop. Yeah. yeah. I just can't stop looking around little shops and seeing what they have. The pictures. Right. Their little hat, scarf and, and jacket or coat hung up there. And you can almost imagine they walk in in the morning, hang it up there. He just gets to work reading one of his books or just I don't know it's so awesome and it helps me so much expand yeah the Potterverse wizarding world in my head well it does
2: I mean Peeves is there right so we (laughs) see Peeves yeah um,
3: I gotta say I'm not a huge fan of how they I mean it's just I guess I'm so used to Peeves from the first video games yeah that's yeah. the picture of him i have in my head and it's really really hard to get rid of that so i see i see but if it's the first time you see you get to see right Peeves, it's probably cool i don't know
2: yeah it goes to say for me i've never played that video game so how did you me, imagine like, peeps before uh, that. not like that not like that okay not colorful i guess yeah I'm, i think that description is in there but i never really he has a, rat,
3: a red something like a like a jacket or some he's oh wearing red in, in the original games
2: should we do a how powerful is peeves <laughs> i feel like we should <laughs> i mean he's pretty point. powerful yeah a- a- anyway it's been uh it's it's been really good though it's been really cool just to kind of go out and about and yeah. uh, attend classes and and get used to the game it was really cool cameron mm-hmm. my good friend cameron popped on during our live stream uh so that was fun to that see was him fun, yeah and he's been he's been enjoying the game he did that uh, he said what you said which is it's extremely immersive yeah And we also have, like, our Harry Potter posters, our books out. We've got an Ambience video going on while we're also playing Hogwarts Legacy. It's just, like, the it's just awesome. And the
3: combat elements are – there's way more of that than in the original computer games. And every time – I'm, like, I haven't played, like, combat games like that for a while. So where you have to, you know, react and be really fast and remember all the different um, combinations – um, of of buttons and stuff right right and i always get so sweaty and i I mean you watched me like i i don't think anyone should see oh, what kind of wait. person i turn into when i'm fighting some oh, of the trolls and stuff no
2: kidding so <laughs> i mean you guys know Lottie's a sweetheart uh she's wonderful <laughs> easygoing um just very uh, go with the flow you're sweet and let's just say you're not when you're fighting those bad guys. <laughs> I was like, huh? I've never seen you play video games like that before. And I was literally floored. Uh, that was not streamed, unfortunately. I wish it were streamed because glad it was not. you were. Yeah, we wouldn't have been able to post it.
3: I, I know. Because
2: <laughs> I was like, uh, excuse me. And then, then you snapped at me because I was trying to tell you what to do. And you're like, I'm was like, i out of here. I'm out of here. This, you know, you deal with that monster on your own. Yeah. So.
3: I was I was sweating.
2: Yeah, you did a great job, though. It's fun. If you guys have had good thoughts, I mean, uh, people were checking in on us, which was cool during the live stream, just to say, how are you enjoying it? I love this game. It's cool. What do you think? Have you got to this part yet? And uh, we're working our way through, so we're going to be doing uh, different uh, playthroughs. I think on Fridays, we're going to try, Fridays and Saturdays, maybe play like an hour, and uh, just just stream that for you guys, and hopefully we won't have any more, uh, yeah, hopefully the laughs laughs and the, and, uh, the, yeah, it'll be different. It'll be a different vibe next time we... We get
3: on there, hey. We learned a lot that night about you know how to set up a stream, how to, yeah, do the did. audio video versions and stuff yeah. like that. So that was that took a while. I mean, if you think you just put the game on and click stream, it's not that easy, not even close. So, yeah, but it was... gladly. I mean, thankfully, I have this tech wizard over here, yeah, who and knows what he's doing, right?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I'd be kind of, I've been trying to do a couple <laughs> different things, and so uh, another just some updates as mm-hmm. we're finishing up Chamber of Secrets here. Uh, hmm. Over on our YouTube channel, Harry Potter Hangout, we post the podcast. We've got a, a link there. It's If you look at one of the tabs, it says podcast. And we've got Shell Cottage up there. I'm updating all of that. I posted on social media that we're updating all of it with uh, kind of a betty, better audio spectrum and a visual piece yeah. that I think is fun and cool.
3: It looks so cool.
2: Yeah. And I just wanted to, you know, get that. Get that up and going, and then we're going to be pulling out the chapter summaries that you guys have heard and, and hopefully enjoyed, and we're pulling those out as single videos on YouTube, so feel yeah. free to go check those out. We're going to make a playlist and kind of do a big video there. Um, we're also going to be dro- dropping for the next book, in between the chapters, we are going to be doing sort of like a 5, 10, 15 minute discussion. Not exactly sure how long it's going to be. I'd like I'd like around 15 to 20 minutes. I think it's a, a good length. Yeah. Uh, for a discussion type YouTube video that's also a podcast. So we'll be thinking yeah. about both aspects of that. Like we'll be on camera talking about some of the shorts that I make and talking about some of the Harry Potter theories and deeper topics. And the reason I want to yes. do that is because I, I've always found that it's fun to um, stretch yourself as you are in a reread, in your way back at the beginning of the series, it is fun to go to the end and be thinking yeah. about what is coming, so you can find those connections and you can find those little Easter eggs early on in the series. Yes. So we've always we've always um, set this up as a reread, so we were expecting people to have read the series, and uh, and if you haven't, then you know, go read the series, <laughs> come back because I think it's a really good experience. It is. I always want want to encourage kids people who are new to harry potter to just read it
4: mm-hmm. without
2: a unless you find a podcast that is doing a first time read through which is rare uh but if you find that for sure you can you you can definitely do that but i feel like if you want to get into it uh you need all those magical kind of surprises that yeah. happen and you're like whoa and, and it just takes you on a journey that really captures you and and um gets you immersed in the world and and you get uh, invested yeah so, but anyway, um, we're we're loving it. We're having a good time, and yes. there's some updates for the podcast, and be looking forward uh, to more EEE editions coming out as well. Yes. We've got those scheduled. We've got Harry Potter theory scheduled, and we're updating the podcast and all those good things. So, yeah. And this is the
3: last episode for Chamber of Secrets.
2: Crazy, <laughs> crazy. All right.
3: But before we begin, are you ready for some training?
2: Yes, Arnold. Give me the, tr- give, me the give me the trivia. <laughs>
3: What are the names of the four companion characters in Hogwarts Legacy that you interact most with from each house?
2: Okay. I know I've been looking for one, um, which is Poppy. I've yet to meet Poppy Sweeting. Is that her name? Yes. Poppy Sweeting? She
3: is. What house? Hufflepuff. She's the Hufflepuff.
2: Right. I've, I've yet to come across her, though, and I'm really anxious to, I think maybe when I go to Herbology, that will you be the class her, where, yeah. where she pops up. Um, I just spent some time with Natty Onai. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yes. So, so that was someone who is the Gryffindor. I believe She's the Gryffindor, right? She's from from Wagadou. Wagadou, yeah. Which is crazy. Her mother is there as the trans. I love
3: when she talks about figuration it.
2: Figuration teacher, I think. No, 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 no. Divination. Divination, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, and then uh, Sebastian Sallow mm-hmm. is the Slytherin. Come yes, across sir. him. I don't know the Ravenclaw guy. I've not come across even, him yeah. yet. Yeah.
3: yeah. I have met him, but I couldn't remember his full... I knew it was something with A. Okay. Because I, I met him in the common room already. His name's Amid. Okay. Thakar or Thakar. Okay. Not sure. Um, he's super interested in astronomy and stars and all that okay. stuff. Right, right. He's right. a cool character, so I can't wait to learn more about him too. But yes, very good. So three out of four. Okay. Not bad at all.
2: Feeling good. Yeah.
3: Okay, number two, how many presents did Dudley Dursley receive on his birthday in total in uh, the Philosopher's Stone?
2: Philosopher's Stone? um, In total. In total. So Mm -hmm. first, 36, 36, like last year there were 37, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, but his mother says, we're going to get you two more, right? So I would say 38.
3: That's, yeah, that's correct. Is that
2: right? Yep. Let's go.
3: Although I wonder now
2: because when she went out, do we she ever said,
3: see them get the They get probably did. Even after the disaster went down at the zoo, they probably yeah. went and got I mean. Well, probably
2: even more so. But yeah, yeah I feel like they yeah. she said two more presents yes. to, yep. to make two up for it. Because yes. that way he wanted have to one have more than, than thirty seven.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Good job. Yeah. But are you ready for one more question? And this yes. is a review question. And I will throw these in because that way are we you saving? really
2: All the trivia questions?
3: I am. Absolutely. This is awesome. (laughs) Good. Okay. This is one question we've already asked before and it's hard to remember, I know, but let's review this so we, maybe we can remember it now next time for a really big bar trivia situation where no one else remembers it. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) How much does a ticket for the Night Buzz cost if you include a cup of hot chocolate?
2: Uh, oh my gosh! I have no clue. Two knuts and three sickles.
3: Okay, so how much is it? This is a quote from the book mm-hmm. *Prisoner of Azkaban*. Mm-hmm. It costs Harry eleven sickles to get a ticket to London from Surrey. Sorry, this is not the quote from *Azkaban*. It will follow here in a second. Mm-hmm. So it costs Harry eleven sickles to get a ticket to, to London from Surrey, mm-hmm. but four. 14 14 sickles. um, He could have a cup of chocolate. While 15 would get him a hot water bottle. And a toothbrush in any color you'd like. Now. This has been. There has been two answers on the internet. Some said 14. Some said 13. And now I figured out why there has been confusion. Whether it's 13 or 14. Because in the book. It is. Quote. 13, it's F-I-R-Teen. So 14 with an accent, I guess, that, you know, Stan Shunpike must have an accent. Oh my. And if you just glimpse at it, it looks like 13, if you don't look closely enough. Right. But it's fir I R, 14. If that makes huh? sense. So that's, Stan, that's come why on. on the internet, there's been both answers. Clarify. The actual answer is an 14. One two three four.
2: I'm not gonna Ten. lie. This is kind of funny because you <laughs> earlier just said, "Is it like 11 Or and you you were saying like four fourteen. You were saying four fourteen, and I was like, "What did you just say?" I I couldn't actually hear what you, you what you were saying. So that's kind of no. Funny. I
3: know because I wrote in the, <laughs> here. I I made a mistake. It's a spelling mistake. Fourteen. Oh, okay. But yeah, spelled differently. So there you go. Fourteen. So with it's a hot chocolate if you don't pay for the chocolate it's just 11 sickles and if you want your toothbrush in any color in hot water mm-hmm. you pay 15 it's a good deal
2: wait okay yeah <laughs> all right there you go review i had no yeah i don't remember that one at all so 11 sickles for yeah for the, for, 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 for the, the night bus.
3: ticket yes yeah. good job
2: so okay. all right moving on here moving we go
3: on uh, to our fantastic beast of the week
2: what you, you rescue these creatures yes that's right rescue nurture and protect them I'm,
3: I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them come on and this time i'm not just gonna open a random page but you will give me a number between three and eighty eight mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um fifty four
3: 34. 54. Wait, you said 54? 54. 5
2: yeah. 4. See, oh. we can't. See? <gasps> We're having trouble.
3: Did we? Dun, da, da, dun. I keep a list of all the, mm, all the beasts that we already talked about. Let's see. Last time we talked about the Yeti. This time we are going to talk about the Manticore. And this is something we have not covered yet. So, ooh, what do you think the classification is of a manticore?
2: Mm. They're dangerous.
3: It has a classification of five axis, known wizard killer. Whoa. Or anything Hagrid likes. Impossible to train or domesticate. The manticore is a highly dangerous Greek beast with the head of a man, the body of a lion, and the tail of a scorpion. As dangerous as the chimera and as rare, the manticore is reputed to croon softly as it devours its prey. Manticore skin repels almost all known charms, and the sting causes instant death. Wow. That's what we see in Germany. Yes. The manticore dance. That's what right. we see in Berlin, Germany, in the. Fantastic Beast. Yep. In yeah. the prison and we don't see its body really right we just see the tail the scorpion tail coming out of there i'm pretty sure because i don't remember seeing a man's head and newt is kind of the only one who knows what to do and how to how to kind of get past that
2: right i feel like those were slightly different though i mean he does the manticore dance so what was that that we saw in fantastic beasts
3: Ooh, you think it wasn't a manticore
2: yeah, I mean, it f- feels like quiz. It, doesn't, it doesn't have the head of a human or the body of a lion.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's a picture. The manticore depicted in Fantastic Beasts. Please no. It's it lacks the traditional canonical features of its species. Okay, they, they mention it. They probably because it was better for, for the movie. Or maybe it was too hard to animate it. That way, they just made a giant scorpion out of it.
2: Huh. Wow. Well. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, it felt like it was more just straight scorpion. But, yeah, all right, interesting. So, yeah, originated in Greece and uh, was rare as a chimera. The sting caused instant death. Yep. I would stay away. Somewhere.
3: It looks really interesting because I have the picture of just the, the scorpions in my head from, from the movie. But there is some pictures on the wiki that look really cool where you have an actual... You know, like how we... um. The, the the centaurs they have human heads right mm-hmm. so there's a lion like a beard it looks like a human man with like beard and hair all over you know like a lion's mane around his face and then his lion body and a scorpion uh tail looks really cool
2: yeah. It says card. in the notes here that in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Chapter 11, the Firebolt, it's mentioned. Mm. Um, it also says that t- 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 Goblet of Fire, Chapter 13, Mad-Eye Moody, is where the manticore will come up again. Whoa. So.
3: And it is, yeah, it is the beast. Here It is said again in, in 1932 when Newt came to rescue his brother from the Axtach prison in Germany. They encountered baby manticores. So maybe... You can explain it by saying, you know, the manticore, when they're babies, maybe they develop their human head and lion's body later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the manticore mother killed and devoured two prisoners. Later, the brothers fled from it, which tried to drag them into the lair, into her lair, and eat them. So, yeah. There you go. Very dangerous creature. Wouldn't oh. want to. Definitely would be afraid of it. Yeah. But if you could I mean again, if you could tame it, I know they say it's not tameable, but if you could, it would and it would fight on my side. That'd be pretty pretty cool.
2: Whoa. Wait, Hagrid somehow managed to get a manticore to breed with fire crabs, creating the <laughs> hybrid blast-ended scroots. Nah. uh. That's what it says.
3: No way, the blast ended scroots are
2: So that's Goblet of Fire, Chapter 13, Mad Eye Moody.
3: Shut the front door. Yeah, that is wild. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, me neither. Cool. We because yeah, we all remember the blast ended Scroods. <laughs> yes. I, I don't I'm like uh. he
3: bred them. That's that is cool. Hagrid, that is wild. Yeah, blast ended scroots. I guess they're not in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, because Hagrid was the first one who actually bred them.
2: Right. So to answer the question, you always ask, would I want to have a manticore? The answer is no. Yeah. No, I would not. I will say this, though, in oh, what is that movie? Yeah. There's a movie that came out that my niece, Rachel, mm-hmm. loves, and it's these two individuals that's magic. I forget what it's called. Uh, but there's like a manticore, and she like guards this map in this restaurant. If anybody knows the name of that movie, like let me know. Um, and uh, yeah, she sends them on a, on a special quest. So and she's okay. pretty fierce and wild so yeah it was a really good emotional movie and i can't think the name of it so sorry guys slam on me
3: all right all righty learn something new ready for the last chapter of this book yes chapter 18 dobby's reward As Ron, Harry, Ginny and Lockhart enter Professor McGonagall's office, they are greeted by a wave of relief and gratitude. Arthur and Molly have been worried sick for their daughter and hug her tightly, while Professor McGonagall is clutching her chest overjoyed to see all her students alive and well. The adults are dying to hear how the boys managed to defeat the monster of Slytherin and save Ginny's life. Harry puts the hat, the sword and the remainders of the diary on the table and begins to tell the tale. He hesitates when he gets to the part with Ginny and the diary, afraid they would expel her for that. But Dumbledore already knows what's going on and saves Harry from putting Ginny in an uncomfortable position. The headmaster flat out tells everybody how curious he is to learn how Voldemort enchanted Ginny, insinuating he's convinced of her innocence. Mrs. Weasley is perplexed. What has her baby girl to do with the Dark Lord? Harry and Ginny explain how Tom Riddle's diary has been writing back to them, slowly taking control of Ginny's mind. Dumbledore adds that it is not very well known that Lord Voldemort's real name used to be Tom Riddle. Ginny starts sobbing again, but Dumbledore assures her there will be no punishment, and he sends her to the hospital wing. Mr. and Mrs. Weasley escort their daughter out, and even Professor McGonagall quickly leaves her office to organize a big feast in the Great Hall. The headmaster admits, He has to eat his own words, and instead of expelling Harry and Ron for breaking more school rules, the two boys receive special awards for services to the school, as well as 100 points each for Gryffindor. After all, Dumbledore asks Ron to take the obliviated Lockhart to the hospital as well, and finally Harry and Dumbledore are alone. Dumbledore expresses his gratitude to Harry and explains that Fox could have only appeared to him because he showed true loyalty to Dumbledore, and that the sword could have only appeared to a true Gryffindor. Just when Harry is about to leave, Lucius Malfoy bursts through the door, followed by a quivering Dobby. Lucius is boiling with anger and in disbelief that Dumbledore has the audacity to come back to Hogwarts. But both Harry and Dumbledore do not fear Lucius. Dumbledore has been asked to come back by the other school governors and has received information that they have been blackmailed by Malfoy in the first place. Harry then, with a little help from Dobby, also puts two and two together. Lucius was the one who hid Riddle's diary among Ginny's books. Tired of all the way too accurate accusations, Lucius Malfoy turns on his heels and struts out the door, not without kicking Dobby through it first. Harry has a sudden idea. He grabs the old diary, puts it into one of his socks, and runs after Mr. Malfoy. He hands him back the sock with the diary, and Lucius, disgusted, flings the sock into Dobby's arms. This action causes the house elf to interpret it as a gift of clothing, which means Dobby is free. That does it for Malfoy, and he tries to attack Harry, but Dobby uses his powerful elf magic to protect Harry from his former master. Lucius has no choice but to swallow his pride and skedaddle. The little elf is beyond grateful that Harry has freed him from the tyranny of the Malfoys. After everything that happened this year, the entire school celebrates a marvelous feast deep into the night. Exams are canceled and the few days left in the term go by in a blink of an eye. Lucius Malfoy is sacked as a school governor and Ginny Weasley is back to normal perfectly happy again. Too soon, they were on the Hogwarts Express, journeying back to London. Before the trio go their separate ways, Harry gives Hermione and Ron his telephone number, hoping that he would have someone else other than Dudley to talk to this summer.
2: Great job.
3: (laughs) It's hard sometimes. Words are hard sometimes. Words are
2: hard Sometimes. That was good, though. I mean, think about the feast. That is like, I think you're right. It went late into the night. It was like three or four in the morning.
3: And they were all in pajamas.
2: Yeah, all in pajamas, still eating. It's kind of wild. It's like a kid's dream, which is just to get Uh, up and party. And the
3: deputy headmistress just announced all the exams are canceled. Don't worry about it. You know. They yeah. only have a few days left anyway, so.
2: You might have been sleeping there thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out, I'm worried, et cetera. Yeah. I kind of feel like though, what happens if you needed to like pass your newts?
3: That's what I'm thinking too.
2: Or your OWLs? Like, I feel like, I feel like there was an exception made. Like, look, if you really need this, we're Absolutely. gonna. Absolutely.
3: All the fifth year since sixth. There has to
2: be a grade equivalency, substitution, situation. that's what I feel like went down. So
3: I'm wondering, I know we talked about this before, for example, Percy, didn't he talk about how he has his OWLs this year? Yeah. What year is Percy? And he's, he must be a fifth year. Percy Weasley in the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Cause he, yeah.
2: You need it. He wants, he wants to go to the ministry. He wants uh he, he wants to, he's a career guy. So yeah, I feel like they're canceled and maybe that was just for Harry's class. Maybe it's. I feel like maybe your OWLs and your newts are different. Like, that might be, yeah. maybe like, yeah, everything else is canceled except for those. So
3: I think so. And maybe they are a little bit, yeah. Because we, again, we see this all from Harry's eyes and ears. And mm-hmm. he, as a second year, only heard exams are canceled. You know, everything else beyond that. If if they made special announcements for the fifth year, sixth year, seventh years. Right. He doesn't hear it. He was just beyond happy that he didn't have to study. Everything's fine. His friend Hermione, I mean, she's, she's back. She's alive. She's back. And and even though they knew she's alive and well, actually, and they could be, they could save her, it is probably terrifying to see your friend, um, petrified, not moving, not interacting with you. So yeah, yeah. So it, it yeah. We jumped right to the end of the chapter, but yeah, well, the,
2: kind of the middle. You know, there. With the, even
3: even the scene in the movie i know there it seems more like it's the last day and, and and it's more planned it's not like a spontaneous feast like it is in the book mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but it's so awesome the music hits and hagrid comes back and everyone yeah. looks at him and and just how he hugs everyone and and, and harry starts clapping and everyone cheers at hagrid and yeah. how, how the it's, gamekeeper is back it's
2: so cool this all happens like <laughs> boom i mean what but from the time they come in to the office yeah and and leave like within hours they're celebrating within hours hagrid is back and then term kind of goes on for for a little while right, right? Like yes. then then, yep. then there's like sort of that wrap-up or whatever yeah. so the moment in dumbledore's office is
3: it's actually yeah it's I it's, think great. it's professor mcgonagall's office
2: oh i'm sorry is it yeah. okay yeah mm-hmm.
3: but yeah it's it's wonderful it's heartwarming this is entire this entire scene a little different um because we have more people in there which is great because i mean They don't know where Ginny is, and obviously her parents are there. So Mr. and Mrs. Weasley are sitting there, and it says um, Mrs. Weasley, who had been sitting, crying in front of the fire. Mm. She leapt to her feet, closely followed by Mr. Weasley, and both of them flung themselves on their daughter. Yeah. Um, Harry, however, was looking past them. Professor Dumbledore was standing by the mantelpiece, beaming. Next to Professor McGonagall, who was taking great, steadying gasps, clutching her chest fox went whooshing past harry's ear and settled on dumbledore's shoulder just as harry found himself and ron being swept into mrs weasley's tight embrace you saved her you saved her how did you do it and then mcgonagall says i think we'd all like to know that and it says she said weakly, so molly and arthur are crying
2: mm-hmm. i mean
3: they don't they think Jenny might be dead.
2: I know. Imagine that. Imagine that. Like, that's awful, right? I mean, that's the whole point. Is is everyone sort of like, this is it. This is the end. Yeah. This is the end. Th- this this creature has now taken Ginny Weasley, and and very well, almost almost did, o- yeah. almost oh, did yeah. kill her, and
3: she was very close to very dying.
2: close. Yep. So Ron, Harry, go down. They do their thing. We read that last chapter, and uh, very bravely rescue Ron's sister, Harry's future wife. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. All right. Yeah. Uh, pretty awesome. So, yeah, the, the that happens, and then as you get up here, there's a lot of things, and this happens a lot in the Harry Potter series, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Harry doesn't always know how to explain stuff, or how yeah. do I, because there's always these adult authority figures who, like, are they going to believe me? Are they not? And you happen to have this winking, grinning uh, old wizard. <laughs> That's
3: So great, yeah.
2: Who just instinctively knows. Yeah what happened and can see that you're going to come across the point in your storytelling where yeah. people may not believe you and yeah. he the authority figure the headmaster can step in and say boy isn't it isn't it great that yeah. or isn't it curious that <laughs> Voldemort uh possessed her yeah because he was like how do I prove that yeah. that's his whole thing is like how do I prove that that actually happened yeah, I was the only d- one there he doesn't want, passed out
3: right and he doesn't want Ginny to get in trouble that's yes. his whole point too right and Dumbledore takes that weight off his shoulder even though Dumbledore doesn't know the full truth that's why he needs Harry to tell him about the diary he's probably mm-hmm. had his suspicions he knew he could put two and two together mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. point and but then i think um this is really something new to me uh, to him <laughs> this detail because he says brilliant when when and um Harry explains to him how the diary has um, influenced and and controlled Jenny and him, and how it was actually Voldemort or Tom Riddle himself, his memory in that diary, and I think when when he says brilliant, Dumbledore says brilliant. Of course, he was probably the most brilliant student Hogwarts has ever seen.
2: Yeah, and that's where he takes us back to, you know, this being Tom Riddle, mm-hmm. and then and then connecting it to to Voldemort, and that's the bit that was. Well, it's also tough because because Dumbledore knows that a lot of people have forgot. Yeah, no one uh, really knows, mm-hmm. right? I think it even goes on to kind of say that, like he uh, when you when you look up Voldemort, he had changed so much from the time that he was a student. He, his charm is is essentially gone. It's now terror and fright, and he, he rules uh, through power and mm-hmm. fear. So that Voldemort is so different from Tom Riddle that a lot of people don't make that connection and they don't know that Tom Riddle is. Voldemort. yeah that's the whole point is he's changed his name he wants to rid the world of that name yeah and uh yeah so anyway anyway yeah just just cool that he's able to pick up on that they're they're very clever it happens multiple times where dumbledore and harry seem to sort of like know each other got each other's Mm -hmm. backs they're they're quickly picking up on things like i was reading the other day when kingsley and um and cornelius fudge show up to take dumbledore in and if you read that very closely like multiple times Harry starts to say something about the DA. And yeah. he looks over and he sees this slight... Like, Dumbledore uh-huh. knows Harry's <laughs> watching him. He knows yeah. that he'll yeah. see this slight nod of the head. Just a yeah. very subtle nod. And and so, yeah, they already in book two are picking up on, in front of people, we need to... Uh, you mm-hmm. need to talk to me later in private. We don't want to yes. be having this yeah, conversation out in the open. Right, there's already
3: there. that connection and, and that... Um, yeah, ver- Nonverbal communication. That yes. They do very well, yeah, it's true. Um, but this is very sweet after the Weasleys find out that the parent Ginny's parents um, find out that, that she's been controlled by the diary and Arthur says, Ginny, said Mr. Weasley, flabbergasted, haven't I taught you anything? What have I always told you? Never trust anything that can think for itself if you can't see where it keeps its brain. Mm. Why didn't you why didn't you show the diary to me or your mother? a suspicious object like that it was clearly full of dark magic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i wonder though i mean doesn't doesn't arthur i mean does he use dark he doesn't use dark magic but he has tons of objects at home
4: yeah that he's animating he can't really and-
3: see but i guess like there's a difference he says that can think for itself well you could argue the Fort car. Anglia can yeah. definitely think for itself a little bit.
2: Yeah, it definitely seemed like it was. I th- I think the whole point is too is that he's talking to his younger daughter, like his his uh, his youngest yeah. child, and and you're not old enough yet to really make that call. Um, yeah. just yeah. don't tr- like it's sort of a broad don't trust anything. That right. is that you can't see you know where it's where it's <laughs> thinking is happening and stuff like that. So that's it's a, just a be, little
3: bit though, like uh, you know, well, a d- adults parents uh, enjoying. A drink from time to time, but when they're kids, you know. Right. Reach Absolutely out to- not. No, you no. can't judge.
2: Nine. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> well, remember earlier in the book when Ron was talking about um books and diaries that like could think and talk <gasps> True. So, so that's Ron, probably Arthur's influence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so he definitely mm-hmm. had that um, in his mind, and he had heard from his dad or for, from others that these can cause trouble. He even had stories, he even had examples of where people got stuck, never-ending reading. Like they, yeah. they they would get they would just go around and do their daily task, mm-hmm. uh, reading the book continuously for the rest of their life. Yeah, because they had been enchanted in some way or, or whatever, and it was difficult to undo. Yeah. But yeah, so there's definitely a, a little back and forth there, and she's just a young girl who was who was writing in it and got carried away and it was writing yeah. back and um and Voldemort's charming.
3: I just I just wondered. I thought it was cute how Arthur, you know, tells her off a little bit but is so happy that she's there. And Arthur, I I guess he knows what can be done to objects. Mm-hmm. To normal yeah. everyday objects. I know he prefers a book, it's not necessarily a muggle object. A diary is something that the wizarding world knows. But he definitely knows what what you can do with magic and, and and enchanting objects, and he might not know you know about Horcruxes, but he definitely definitely um teaches his children to to be aware of that because he
2: he deals with it. He deals with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, another thing that I think is really interesting in this chapter is when is when uh, Dumbledore mentions. So right away, he's giving kind of Ginny a break. She really can't come up with a good reason as to why she was doing this. And she kind of, whatever, she forgot, yada, yada, I didn't know. Found it in one side of the books. And he basically is like, hey, hold on. Miss Weasley needs to go up to the hospital wing. Right away, he kind of gets her out of that, bails her out. So he bailed Harry out. Then he's bailing Ginny out here. And he's saying this has been a terrible ordeal. Do you think he's he's bailing these people out because he also himself didn't figure this out? Like Dumbledore is sort of like, thank God yeah <laughs> these kids figured this out yeah. <laughs> because Probably. if they wouldn't i mean this is bad it is really bad this is bad true. you know it's said later like mrs weasley starts to contemplate later in the series hey has dumbledore lost a step he's older I mean, this is one of the first signs right here is.
3: and and she i mean at that moment they before everyone walks in they don't know where Ginny is. They don't even know what, where Ron and Harry are. Mm-hmm. So two of her children mm-hmm. are gone. The headmaster failed to do anything about it. Right. And was G- she in that moment? Was she more like tr- still trusting Dumbledore and, and you know, hoping he would help? Or was she already a little like mad at him or, or resentful? Or
2: Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing is, too, is that they're out of their their. This is this is an interesting point because they're out of their league. Like yeah. this is the heir to Slytherin. This is something beyond them. This mm-hmm. is probably one of the greater accomplishments of, of Lord Voldemort or of Tom Riddle was to actually find and locate that chamber that no one else could. Yeah. And I mean, even in the, in the film version, and I think here in the book, it's alluded to that they've searched the castle many times and these professors cannot find it. Yeah. And it's the clues are right there in terms of like Moaning Myrtle being this ghost that no one went and thought to ask. How were you killed? And they yeah. didn't really investigate that. Now, Dippet is the headmaster at the time. And so, you know, he, he I mean, Dumbledore sort of knew it's not Hagrid. he, he right. can, It's not that simple. And there, he probably had people above him, the minister and his own headmaster, Dippet, saying, hey, Dumbledore, calm, calm down. We're mm-hmm. not going to look into this much more. And so you, you kind of get forced to move on because your superiors tell you to do that. You're not saying that, right. not saying that Dumbledore would be told what to do necessarily because he's Dumbledore. But I feel like he can't outright, openly investigate it maybe as much as he wants to. Although when this book starts True. and the Chamber of Secrets is opened again, it's sort of like, mm, I yeah he why wasn't more done earlier? You just feel like yeah
3: absolutely <laughs> why didn't you
2: go to Moaning Myrtle and and do more? So yeah. to me, this is one Thousands of the first of the big questions. cracks. And I, I yeah. make the joke that like he's covering for Jenny, he's covering for Harry because thank God they figured this out and. I
3: know. And and I mean, in the end, it's kind of like the whole training Harry for this whole big task in the end. But right, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, he could have died.
2: Yeah, oh, oh, oh <laughs> for sure, for sure. It's, it. What What's more disturbing, you know, had it just been Harry and had it been Dumbledore, not that I think he's like this, but if it's yeah. just Harry and he's, you know, there fighting Tom Riddle and so on and Jenny's not involved yeah okay then a, then the bit of um soul that's attached to harry is also destroyed from the basilisk venom and it's all whatever that's that's one of the horcruxes done and over with and who knows what now, that's yeah. terribly awful to say and think about but uh, and i don't think dumbledore wanted that at all um but when you throw jenny in there too it's like now you have another kid a whole another family a pure blood family like yeah. ancient wizarding family that is uh their child has been taken and and you know like, Moaning Myrtle was was killed. And, and so, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a lot. but they,
3: Yeah, definitely. As it's
2: a new hurdle that they did not face very well. And they don't have a true defense against the Dark Arts teacher. So, that's another <laughs> and thing there.
3: That's another thing he knows that, that Gilder War is a joke. He knows mm. it. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, it's it's like you can't find anybody else. But then, can't you step in and teach Dark Arts? No, because you know of the... Curse, oh, yeah. You know? True, 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 true. true. He's not I, I wonder it. if a lot of people would have asked Dumbledore, why aren't you teaching it?
2: You know, that's a really good, interesting <laughs> point is that he does know that it is jinxed. Yeah. And he probably is picking people that he knows full well are okay with facing the jinx and being one year in and out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Somebody posed an interesting question. They said, why didn't he bring in the oars? One by one. Why didn't he ask, like, get a partnership with them to yeah. come in for one year, teach and be gone and set up a yeah. program where like the train, like if you're talks and you're new and you're training, mm-hmm. you might come in and teach a little bit of that to make kids. it part
3: of the training.
2: Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Which I thought was like, that's really <laughs> clever. Yes. Why, that's uh, I like it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, yeah. Happiness all around. We are happy that uh, that this is
3: why couldn't Moody teach because he was oh. never the teacher. He could have taught for one more year after that.
2: True, true, true. <laughs> Wait a you know, second, though. He would have been a great know. teacher. How does that? That's a great question. Like, how does the? But jinx, probably he was. You know, how you does know. the jinx jinx work? Like, did Moody sign off on the on the oh. on the paper as being the person who that was his year? Technically, mm, you know, you know what I'm saying. The
3: signature could could be part of the binding style. contracts, mm-hmm. and
2: so mm-hmm. he's bound to one year. Therefore, they're he's jinxed and may, who know maybe that even affected him being caught off guard by
4: the yeah. fact
2: that he agreed to be that like agreed to be the mm-hmm. defense against the dark arts teacher uh which allowed barty crouch junior to get the jump right? on right i mean I because
3: because if had barty crouch junior never taken the position for him and did everything he did to to moody he could have very well been a long-term DADA teacher.
2: Yeah, can I just real quickly make a joke? So Barty Crouch Junior is a lot to say. So B C J R. B C J R. Barty Crouch Junior. <laughs> B C Junior. Anyway. B C Junior. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, I want to mention. So Myrtle. <laughs> When they find When Merle sees them go down Into what would be Maybe the Chamber of Secrets Clearly mm-hmm. she's I'm guessing she has heard She's been in and out of the She's not always in her bathroom Right She happens to haunt that area But she does go out And I think Wasn't she at the feast At the ghost um, No maybe she wasn't
1: Was yes she, she
3: was that's was she where been? that's where they meet her the first time Ron and Harry Hermione yeah. has already met her um, and she kind of introduces her and she almost says like oh, I don't want to talk to her and then he oh, does right, right, right. something mean and
2: yeah, that's right. yeah. that's right that's yeah. so, right so you know she moves about the castle and, yes. and she could she could go inform somebody of of something absolutely like she could right I'm wondering <laughs> why Myrtle didn't go say they went down here go to McGonagall go to someone else especially when she just right? gave them Wouldn't that information
3: yeah I mean, I guess.
2: I mean, she's she's also trapped in the body of like a sixteen-year-old. I mean, she's a sixteen-year-old consciousness, whatever. Right. Ghost.
3: Oh, okay, okay. Question for you: Does the beast? My question is: The beast moves. The the, the snake moves inside the the tubes.
0: The pipes.
2: Right. The yeah. pipes. Mm-hmm.
3: But then, when it, how does it come out? To to actually look people in the eye or, or through indirectly? the toilet.
2: I'm guessing through the toilet. That's the largest. Like that
3: never made sense to me. No, me neither. Because you, they was somewhere in a car- corridor. The thing moves through the pipes, but then how does it get out?
2: The the craziest thing is when we saw it in the film. <laughs> I was sort of like, there is no way that thing was crawling through the pipes. I know. There's <laughs> no way that wasn't breaking through like some. I mean, you see how easy it, like it broke through stone and statues and stuff. I was like, and it just gently rolled around and. I know. <laughs> and was and you know took out one by one. I guess because maybe if it is seen in the open, Dumbledore and the likes of them would have... They could have dueled it. They could have taken it out. Oh,
3: yeah, I think so. I mean, he has Fox all the time with him, so...
2: Yeah, but still, that's a great point. I don't know how that... Like, uh, give
3: me a good explanation. How did the Basilisk... That's Hermione's explanation is how does it move around the school without being seen through the pipes? But how does it get out when it attacks people?
2: Here's the thing. This is... Our long-term goal with this podcast (laughs) is to move to Edinburgh and look into the castle features and see if maybe castles have larger pipes. There you go. I think they're more like tunnels and stuff and they cuz remember when they when they slid down through the sink or whatever, they're more it's way bigger. Like yeah. those pipes are more like small tunnels. Yeah. And I don't know that Hogwarts has ever had that much water flowing down those. I mean, they
3: have a lot of students who have to go to the bathroom. I guess.
2: <laughs> I guess so. But those are massive. Um,
3: <laughs> what else? Maybe. Flood tunnels down maybe there. Maybe wizard poop is, is bigger. <laughs> Jeezy
2: cow. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. It, my, my point earlier was Myrtle didn't go to anybody. <laughs> and we got into pipes. And yes. uh, we'll go investigate the edinburgh castle one day
3: oh we will out. yeah i mean stay tuned 10 years later
2: yeah we'll figure it out
3: 14 years later no so 19 years later that's it yeah 19 no, yeah Yeah, because that's how many years go by until lottie's trying to make
2: a joke guys it uh, i'm it's terrible yeah, anyway yeah that's no, good i'll stop yeah. now all right uh, moving on, moving on. So,
3: um, yeah. by the way, um, just want to mention real quick a correction here. Percy was not in his fifth year, but sixth year, and that means they don't take exams sixth year. They okay. only take uh the owls fifth year. So last year, he has received like twelve great owls. Like he was okay, really okay. good. And then sixth year, you don't, you just prepare, you take your classes that you know you want to take nudes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nudes are in year seven, which means, you know, Harry never got to take his nude exams. Right. Or any of the others.
2: I heard he went back and took them. He did? I heard, I read that somewhere that he went back and, and I took I mean,
3: there must be a way, I think we, I feel yeah. like we had this conversation, there must be a way to have like. Because Hermione goes on to be Secondary education. As an adult, if you somehow chose to to not, you know, finish your schooling.
2: It seems like it's more apprenticeship because Tonks goes and becomes an Auror and is trained by Mad-Eye. So there's more training and schooling going on there. But yeah. Anyway. All right. right, Cool. So we we cleared that up. Uh, Exams were canceled for for the students. Mm -hmm. um, And Percy's not affected this year. So.
3: All right. Back to to McGonagall's office. And uh, Dumbledore kind of sends them out one by one. Until he's alone with Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Ginny goes to the hospital wing, uh, escorted by by Mister and Missus Weasley. McGonagall leaves to organize the the great party. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then it's just Ron, Harry, and Gilderoy.
2: Well, that's the that's the funny. One. So Gilderoy has been <laughs> there this whole time, just with this dazed look on his face. <laughs> and he they, they in explaining what happened, he's like, well, honestly, you know. He, he used my wand, and he tried a memory charm, and it backfired. <laughs> and he's like, impaled upon your own sword, Gilderoy. <laughs> sword? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he says, I haven't got a sword. That boy has, though. He's just uh, totally out of it. Um, He'll but anyways, lend you one. <laughs> yeah. So then that's when Ron exits, right, which is to take uh, Lockhart to the... Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: Not not without receiving 100 points each for Gryffindor.
2: <clears throat> Let's go. Of course.
3: And then uh, also, they receive special awards for services to the school.
2: Yeah, how about them apples, Tom Riddle? Mm-hmm. Think you're the only person who gets... By the way, do they yeah. ever go back and remove his special award?
3: I hope so. Right? I was Is just that, saying... Correct
2: the record on that.
3: Who, 50 years from now, who's going to clean Harry and Ron's award as a um, detention? Oh my gosh. <laughs>
2: wow. Yeah. 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 But anyway, anyway um, yeah, special rewards and their. You know, get some points. So mm-hmm. all this is working out. It's starting to feel really good again, just like yeah, last year. I know. All over again.
3: Everything is well. So Ron and Lockhart are out. And then... um
2: Strange conversation here between Dumbledore and Harry. Yep. Where they start to talk about, it feels like, you know, Tom Riddle kind of said that he was very interested in seeing me. Uh, he said that I'm like him. That we have a strange likeness, he said. Yeah. And that is most intriguing to Dumbledore. Did he now, right? And what do you think, Harry? And this is where Harry's concerned about the idea that he has, the Sorting Hat said that he'd have done well in Slytherin. And yeah. everyone thought it was Slytherin's heir for a while. Well, partly because he is holding that bit of Voldemort's soul, right? Mm, I mean, yep. he can speak Parseltongue. Yeah. So he's, he's definitely worried about that. And that's, that's where it's his choice. We find out, as Dumbledore says to him, mm-hmm. you know, you chose Gryffindor. You yeah. chose to to bring those other qualities in you forward and prize them and value them over the things that you had acquired, essentially, from Voldemort, right. uh, from yeah. from the scar. Yeah, and your that choice, makes all the difference.
3: Right. Your choice is uh, way more important than your abilities. And that's what we see in someone like Neville. When you first think, well, I see a Gryffindor, it's because he values that. It's his it's, I mean, not that the, the 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 hat doesn't ask everybody what house do you want to be in. I mean, in Hogwarts legacy, he does, but <laughs> um, yeah,
2: he does. Thankfully, because I don't want to fight with him. Yeah, so. but sometimes
3: you know there is people where you kind of wonder. Oh, I would have thought they belong in a different house, but but mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. the choice of that your your own choice. You can you can choose every day. You can choose. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, every day you have the choice. You can do the things you've always been doing. That lead you somewhere where you're like, I know this is leading away a little bit, but like, you know, just to know our everyday lives, we, we have the choice every day. Right. What right. we want to do. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's a beautiful, beautiful saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's like, um, I mean, you think of the hat stalls and you think of the people who could have gone either way mm-hmm. and, and yeah, there's some ability to this. Uh, there, there's some of like your values and things that you, uh, like, like who you are, but then it's what trumps all of that is what, who you decide to be. Right. And that's what Dumbledore lays on Harry, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. So uh, next, it's sort of an examination of the sword and yeah. and the uh, diary, right? So understanding more that Godric Gryffindor's sword truly does present itself to a true Gryffindor. Yeah, and that was huge. So that's that's reaffirming that like. You would have, we'll get to the, you know, having to show Dumbledore loyalty. Fox comes down. You get the hat. Yeah. The sorting hat has been something that you've been sort of wrestling with in terms of thinking about where am I sorted? I'm down here facing the heir of Slytherin. And then here appears uh, Gryffindor sword. And I'm able to use that to kill the Basilisk.
3: I thought that was the coolest thing back then when I was little. Mm-hmm. The I mean, they the the prop, the sword in the movie looks so cool. Yep. Yeah, I was, I was jealous. Because I knew I wasn't really a Gryffindor. I wouldn't be able to pull it out of the hat (laughs) but you know i wonder if you were not a Gryffindor, would you pull an item out of your own what else founders Mm -hmm. collection
2: Mm -hmm. yeah what else could could Hmm. because we were taught i was watching or i was even playing hogwarts legacy and even looking up more on uh who was that uh hepzibah smith yeah who is talking about helga hufflepuff's cup right and says that it has many unknown powers mm-hmm. associated with it. Many unknown enchantments and things and stuff that it can do. Yeah. And they've not really investigated it fully. <laughs> so what would you, what, you know, what could it, like, like what, do you pull it out and it's full of some liquid luck? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you just, do, you, you drink that. Next thing you know, you're off and running. I mean, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like what kind of things would be really cool, like in an associated with a goblet? Like what could a goblet do for you?
3: Would Wayne from Puffs, would he have gone oh. down? Would he have pulled out Helga's cup, cup. Oh. and drank liquid lug, and then defeated the monster? That would
2: have been awesome. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Puffs again, that's our other pl- we we plug it all the time. Yep, go see Puffs. Puffs stick together. It is an amazing so play. Funny. You will laugh your your uh, rear ends off. It is so <laughs> funny. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about that. I mean, you know they they if that was the you know if, if the hat is yeah, if if it's there and you can pull magical items from it, that would be really cool. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Makes you wonder too like if you had Godric Gryffindor's sword and it's it's not there are magical enchantments that keep it locked up so that it can't appear to a Gryffindor, mm-hmm. how does all of that work? You know, are are there things that you could do to lock it down so that it cannot show up in a hat, so that the sorting hat could not summon it or does the sorting hat sort of have some sort of I mean it's sort of closely connected with um Godric gryffindor himself mm-hmm. too right that's his hat yeah oh you used. mean
3: like can the sorting hat appear uh the sorry the the sword appear without the hat
2: yeah or that's... even or, or or even just like because doesn't neville pull it from the hat later or how does that work
3: oh is that how we did it i don't I don't
2: remember that's that's how it's like
3: we gotta figure that out yeah we we'll have read. to look
2: into that we'll do that in our ee we'll look up some stuff about that's what we'll do we'll talk in our ee because we sometimes these emerge during the chapter we'll look yeah. up some stuff on neville and we'll look up these different magical items because I do kind of want to, I, I kind of want to know like what, well, you know, how, how, like could they be kept? Could they be hidden yes, from people? You can, can definitely
3: be- keep them if you're not a Gryffindor because Snape kept it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So you have to be able to, uh, I don't know how, how he got, he must have gotten it from Dumbledore or Dumbledore told him, I don't remember it right now. But, but he you, at least can keep it, even if, even though he's a Slytherin.
2: Right, but let's say Bellatrix had it in mm-hmm. in her vault, like she believed that she yeah. did. And then you wanted to... The hat then appears to you, and you're in the Chamber of Secrets, like like Harry is here. And, like, is there something... Could it have been somewhere else where it's prohibited from coming mm-hmm. to the hat? You know what I'm saying? Is there an enchantment? Mm-hmm. Can, it, can it leave Gringotts if it's actually there? You know that's what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, if it's actually in a cell like that, is there something that would stop it from,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Because they often say that it, it that it's, that the sword, uh, you know, Dumbledore, he leaves the sword of Godric Gryffindor to Harry. Yeah. And uh, we're told that, well, it, it, it can appear to any worthy Gryffindor. It's not that Gryffindor's property necessarily. So right. this is where I, I feel like we need to do some research and probably table this discussion and go <laughs> on with the chapter and then talk more about it, you know, in our EE edition. So Yeah. Okay. Good. now at this point um, we have Lucius Malfoy busting through the <laughs> doors yeah. wondering what in the world Dumbledore is doing back here mm-hmm. he almost knocks Harry over as he comes in yep. Dobby is there he is quivering, he's crouched at the hem of his cloak he's sort of like I'm really nervous, cat's yeah. out of the bag now mm-hmm. uh, Harry now knows who I work for And, and yeah all there's that, not right?
3: really a reaction though I feel like they kind of suspected Dobby is, is Malfoy's didn't they? I feel like they did suspect it throughout the book. That, yeah. Okay. Anyway.
2: Sure. Um. Anyway, so they uh, he comes in to confront Dumbledore and basically says that uh, he's you know Dumbledore tells him that you were out threatening these governors, mm-hmm. blackmailing them possibly, and they believe that uh, you're you're the reason that I was that I was tossed. They felt like you were going to curse their family, and ultimately he ends up being deposed. Right, so he he will lose his position as a governor because they went to Dumbledore and said, "Hey, this is what's up," and then you get the minister involved, you get other people involved, and he's no vote him out. I mean, if he's going to be that way, uh, vote vote him out. So they hear that Arthur Weasley's daughter had been killed, and they wanted him back. They wanted Dumbledore back as soon yeah. as possible. So
3: we see openly, and and this is again one of those cases. Why is there not more done? Uh, we see again the law system of the wizarding world is, is, seems to be terrible because Lucius blackmailed people flat out blackmailed them nothing yeah. is done except for he's sacked
2: right 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 you know the other thing too and I was thinking I was saying earlier about Dumbledore being covering up for Jenny and covering up you know covering up for Harry and like he couldn't figure this whole thing out well maybe he was on to something maybe he was very close to figuring this out because he devoted most of his time to to figuring out um, who's who's doing what. Yeah. And, but m- when, when Lucius sh- shows up and they take Hagrid and they depose Dumbledore, that might, he might've been very close to being like, Uh oh, I almost found it, almost figured it out. And now I have mm-hmm. to leave. Mm-hmm. So True. that could be an excuse as to why he maybe didn't get to the bottom all, of all of it before Jenny Weasley is taken.
3: Yeah. Uh, I Real quick, I found it here in, in chapter three, they say when, when Harry tells Fred, George and Ron About Dobby. They say, I reckon old Dobby was sent to stop you coming back to Hogwarts. Someone's idea of a joke. Can you think of anyone at school with a grudge against you? Yes, said Harry and Ron together instantly. Draco Malfoy. He hates me. And then they talk about Draco and Lucius Malfoy the whole time. And Harry was silent judging by the fact that Draco Malfoy usually had the best of everything. His family was rolling in wizard gold. He could just see Malfoy strutting around a large manor house. And su- sending the family servant to stop Harry from going to Hogwarts also sounded exactly like the sort of thing Malfoy would do. So they had exactly, they had it figured out.
2: Yeah, they, they definitely, <laughs> their, su- their suspicions were. So it's were, not a
3: not a surprise to Harry.
2: Yeah, interesting that in that moment, though, like, the, so sometimes their suspicions are wrong. Mm-hmm. And that time they are, they're dead on. Other than it wasn't that, you know, Malfoy sent Dobby. Dobby goes of his own. Right yeah air, quote free will True. and is trying to is trying to help Harry so yeah yeah that's that's the struggle sometimes they have like really good in, in, intuition or instincts and they think they they know um, they, they can figure things out little investigators little detectives and they have half of it right yeah um, but there's a there's a really small portion that they're they're still missing so yeah uh, anyway so yeah now now we're basically trying to get a hold of uh, the idea or, I'm sorry we're trying to understand mm-hmm. how this diary ended up with Jenny. And how how, how does this, how does this get here? This is where yeah, Dobby is pointing first to the diary, then to Lucius Malfoy, then punching himself in the head. <laughs> Poor guy, that yeah. that will be. Hey, Dobby, hang in there. That's yeah. about to end, my friend. Okay, so uh, yeah, don't you want to know how Ginny got a hold of that diary? Mister Malfoy said Harry. Lucius rounded on him. How should I know how the stupid little girl got a hold of it? Because you gave it to her ba-boom, mm-hmm. right? You picked up one of her Transfiguration books and you slipped the diary inside, didn't you? And, uh, you know, he's got the, you know, Dobby referencing of whatever. He's like, prove it. Prove it. <laughs> prove it. Isn't that, I mean, almost at that point when you're, when you're, when when you say to somebody, prove it. I know. He's kind would. of like nailing the coffin yeah. sort of said like, yeah, it was me.
3: It was me, but you can't, like, and you Dumbledore, Dumbledore's calm. Dumbledore's like, yeah, we know we can't prove it. Right. Um. You know. Now that that the book, the spirit of the book, Lord Voldemort is gone.
2: Right. Exactly. Now he does say though that Arthur Weasley <laughs> would be able maybe to to trace this back if any if any more of uh, Lord Voldemort's school things start oh, yeah. showing up here, then we might make a connection <laughs> between you and and uh, that item.
3: He's totally so. threatening him. Yeah. Yeah. Big Which time. is great. So I with mean, that, I, yeah. I, I just want to. I love you know seeing Arthur succeed over over Lucius. It's great.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but now we get so the the title of this is is again Dobby's reward. Mm-hmm. So we're like, Hold on a second, what's what's gonna happen? Is it just that he's getting punished and kicked down the floor? Yeah, this this mm-hmm. is terrible the way they, that Malfoy treats him and we're seeing it out in the open and now we're you know, even though they suspected that early on, now we truly get to see what it's like for this hell self to to be yeah paired i mean born into servitude and and born into this this powerful wizarding family Mm -hmm. uh but not believe the way they believe right and and to be looking for a loophole looking for a way out which is something we want to talk about in another video at some point because he is he's looking for a way really to to break um the terms or whatever of of their Right, he, unwritten contract yeah. or whatever it is, whatever magic it is that's and binding it's not him easy. to the family. We see it. Yeah. He
3: has to punish himself every time he does something he was not asked or, or or ordered to do. And this is we we learn later when we learn more about creature that you can interpret as a house elf. You have kind of a room to interpret certain certain mm-hmm. orders, right? Yeah, or commands. And that's why wizards. That's why Harry later on has to be very careful um, wording his commands to creature. Yeah, yeah. So there, he can't interpret to go anywhere else.
2: Right, right. Um, yeah. When Narcissa and uh, Bellatrix have a chance to talk to creature, when they're when they're look they're looking for actively mm-hmm. looking for loopholes and ways yeah. in which that you know he wasn't quite forbidden. What did he exactly forbid you to do? You know, can you tell us that? Right. I mean, so anyways, you you, you can find. Uh, ways around that and also if your intent as a house elf is to just obey and you're even looking at maybe maybe not exactly the wording per se but maybe mm-hmm. you want to serve that master and you very much are, are in agreement with um, with their decisions you are either going to um, you you might even sure up any loopholes yourself Mm -hmm. you might Mm -hmm. even adhere more to the spirit of what they were saying right even if it's not entirely binding and and they didn't there's no magic in terms of the words that were spoken to you in actual actually forbidding you forbidding you or commanding you to do something or or forbidding you from saying something so as long as they understand the spirit of it they could choose at Mm -hmm. that point it seems like there's some gray area and some some wiggle room with with we're speaking about creature later on because what's interesting here is (laughs) this sock is not given to him necessarily it's just thrown yeah so i mean harry runs up hands him he has the idea put the diary in the sock right this uh, is
3: different right if you sorry uh, uh that's very very in the forefront of my mind i have the movie thing where he puts the sock in the book but in the book here in the chapter it's the other way around he stuffs the diary Mm -hmm. in his sock and he hands lucius this his stinky sock Mm -hmm. and lucius is of course disgusted and then he just pulls off the sock of the diary. Right. And he, it looks like here, it just says he throws
2: it. Yeah, it says threw it aside and then looked furiously from the ruined book to Harry. Yeah. And it makes more sense here because, you know, Malfoy is not likely to toss a diary to. No. To, um, if he's going to keep it, he might, I mean, you know, I, I, if it's handed to him. He's also not likely to just discard it on the side of the road and say no, forget that it's not mine and just yeah. leave a diary like that laying around somewhere. It was clearly important, and he was told to keep it, uh, and he or he knew that it was significant to the Dark Lord, and so he's entrusted with keeping it. Or somehow he find he found it or, or acquired it. Uh, so it makes more sense that like if it's in a sock that he's going to pull it out of the sock mm-hmm. and say this is disgusting and toss that and keep the diary right. instead of in the movie he gives it he gives the diary to Dobby and does yeah. like,
3: open it open it open it. Yeah.
2: And it's like, no, 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 this is more. But the whole point is that he threw it aside. That's what he says. He ripped mm-hmm. the sock off the diary, threw it aside, and that is, uh, yeah, he's like, you'll meet the same sticky end as your parents one of these days, Harry Potter. Uh, they were meddles- meddlesome fools, too. He turned to go, uh, come, Dobby. I said, come, but Dobby didn't move. He was holding up Harry's disgusting, slimy sock and looking at it as, it, as though it was a, a, a priceless treasure. Master has given... A sock, uh, and so yeah, Master gave it to Dobby.
3: That's what how he inter. That's the power of interpretation that yeah. the elf has. And we talked about it. <laughs> we were like, okay, so do house elves never do their wizards and witches laundry? Right, right. But it's we it's learn really later given to them, you know. So they, most of them, don't want to be freed. That's actually a. Mm-hmm um how does how does a winky put it it's a shameful to to be freed yeah yeah to them so most house elves don't don't want they would not interpret it as dobby did
2: yeah it, depending on who they're working for or what the whole circumstances etc like they're yeah you're if you're looking for a wiggle room if you're looking for a clause to get out of it like yeah you you he clearly dobby found one mm-hmm. and yeah and there you there you go he, he, yeah i feel like a, a, that that same sock was thrown from Narcissa to Creature when she was younger, or or Missus Black or whatever, is just tosses something mm-hmm. to Creature and you know, right, like as if she's getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Because that's that sort of thing here is that Malfoy is not just saying, "Here, take this back home, no. wash it," and you know, it's like, "No, I don't want it. You have it. See ya." Master I'm, I'm getting threw rid of it
3: this. and Dobby caught it, yeah. and Dobby, Dobby is free. That's what it says in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Spell and then, broken,
2: enchantment freed let's go yeah
3: and here i mean we throughout the book we have seen dobby has some incredible powers that we don't really understand 100 percent, and that Mm -hmm. are different from from i mean he can apparate on the grounds of hogwarts Mm -hmm. which which normal wizards and witches can't so here we get another glimpse um because he's free he doesn't have a master anymore and and malfoy's gonna he flat out would have attacked harry Right there. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, even in the office, in, in McGonagall's office, he was already twitching his hand as if he wanted to grab his wand. But of course, he can't do that. Mm-hmm. And now he loses it, and, and and he grabs his wand. But Dobby, Um, there was a loud bang, and Mr. Malfoy was thrown backwards. So Dobby did some kind of magic, right, um, pushing him backwards. And, and Lucius
2: was just lunging at him. It says that he was lunged at Harry. He was just... Right, he was same. first
3: at lunging at him, and then... Dobby throws him back. He got up, his face livid and pulled out his wand, but Dobby raised a long threatening finger. So he pulled out his wand after Dobby already pushed him back and then right. Dobby says,
2: "You shall go now." Right? "You shall not touch Harry Potter. You shall go now." And then Lucius had no choice with a last um uh incensed stare at the at the pair of them, he swung his cloak around him and hurried out of sight. So now who's commanding who, right? I mean, yep. he's sort of like, no, this ain't happening. Yep, crazy, crazy. And um,
3: Dobby is so grateful. I mean, this is all he wanted. He hated it being um, being the Malfoy's house elf, and, and he just he has a he's a free spirit. He is an elf who actually enjoys his freedom.
2: Yeah. You know, there was so it's almost like uh I don't know if this is just clearing up a clause, but like earlier he had said this has nothing to do with he who must not be named. Remember, and he's like, Well, it was a clue, sir. He was uh oh. was giving you a clue. The Dark Lord, before he changed his name, could be freely named, you see? Right. Oh,
3: I totally missed that.
2: Right. Uh well I better go. There's a feast. And so it's wow. so now he's sort of explaining, you know, what that so now hold on a second, hold on a second. Yeah. Um what does that mean? So was given a clue. Yeah. The Dark Lord, before he changed his name, could be freely named. You see, did he know that that was just, he must have heard that that was Tom Riddle's diary. I don't think he knew yeah. that there was a spirit involved with it, but just that it was, maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe, Lucius Malfoy suspected more about the diary and what it could do and just thought, well, let's just see. Let's toss it in there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he had written in it
3: that's what i i think i put this somewhere in i think last week i had this on my doc as a question do you think lucius malfoy ever wrote in the diary and communicated with tom riddle but i never there was never a a good moment to bring it up so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i have asked myself this question so why don't we ask i think i'm gonna make an instagram post if you're an instagram follow us at florin bill i'm gonna post the question do you think lucius malfoy has ever communicated with Tom Riddle in the diary. And yeah. if so, what did they talk about?
2: What did they talk about? And I think it's maybe, yeah, why he gets the idea to just... Because otherwise it's just a diary sitting around. How, why would you think that it would be important for it to go back to Hogwarts? Yeah. There's really no reason to send that back unless you're told.
3: We know, though, that clearly... Um, Luke, uh, sorry, Draco has never seen it because he doesn't recognize it when uh, when he finds mm-hmm. it in Harry's yeah. book back. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So...
2: All right, well, hey, let's turn to the feast, though. Hogwarts is is feasting. They are partying. Everybody's mm-hmm. in their pajamas. It's all good. So Hermione's awesome. back. You solved it. You solved it. Let's go. And our guy, Justin, is also uh, you know, our Hufflepuff. Justin Finch, Fletchley.
3: Yeah.
2: Rolling down. Gotta apologize, Harry. <laughs> My bad, mate. Scary snake. You know, he doesn't say all that, but I mean, imagine he's thinking, like, yeah, that was a snake, guys. I couldn't tell you. I was petrified, but yeah. we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. That was not Harry Potter. Yeah. So... Uh yeah, and uh so yeah then they they find out that Ron's uh he and Ron's four hundred points for Gryffindor secured the house cup again boom. second year in a row how about them apples let's boom, go
3: boom 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 boom
2: yes uh Lockhart would be unable to return next year owing to the fact that he needs to go away and get back back his memory charm now that's that's the idea I mean here you have the idea that okay. Whether this jinx is on the position or, or not, mm-hmm. it's not yet known. And it's not something yeah. that's really, it's still like, oh, here's the reason why. Maybe it's just because unfortunate circumstances and whatever. And as we go throughout the series, we're like, no, it's something else, you know, with that position. So, yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Here we go. The rest of the term, though, passed in a haze of blazing <laughs> sunshine. Hogwarts was back to normal with only a few small differences. Defense Against the Dark Arts classes were canceled, but we've had plenty of practice at that anyway. Uh, Ron told a disgruntled Hermione. <laughs> and Lucius Malfoy had been sacked as a school governor. By Draco <laughs> is no longer strutting around the schools, though he owned the place. On the contrary, he looked resentful and sulky. On the other hand, Jenny Weasley was perfectly happy again.
3: Good for her.
2: Right. So, it sounds like a cool little end to the school year yeah, I there. I mean, it. like, you know, a few days left to no exams and just show up at classes wrapping up. I mean, sort of like us coming out of our spring break mm-hmm. here. We've got a couple weeks I left. And <laughs> let's wrap this up, guys. I
3: know. Everyone's actually so ready for right. just the last couple of weeks. Um one little hint when they are on the Hogwarts Express and we know it's a it's a journey. Like, I mean, it's hours and hours on the Hogwarts Express and they kind of It's a good way to get together one last time and just hang out there. And you can do magic on the Hogwarts Express. So this is the last time you can enjoy practicing some magic before uh, in the summer, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And this is when we find out that they um, played Exploding Snaps, set up the very last of Fred and George's filibuster fireworks, and practiced disarming each other by magic. Harry was getting very good at it
2: yes he yep uh Mm uh-huh thank goodness because he will continue to use that spell throughout the rest of the series
3: oh and by the way we find out who's been snogging all year long
2: (laughs) who's been kissing down in the dungeons
3: Percy's got a girlfriend
2: yeah Penelope Clearwater so that's who he was. Uh, he was writing to all last summer, right? They've been meeting all over the school in secret. <laughs> I walked in on them kissing in an empty classroom one day. Could you imagine? That would be a straight <laughs> detention at my school. Hey, oh yeah, uh-uh. probably. You guys aren't supposed to be yeah. in here. It's, it's a classroom.
3: Yeah, in an empty no classroom. I mean, Get out. Uh... It's crazy. Yeah, and then Fred and George, of course, they're like, uh, you know. Please don't, don't tease him, says Ginny. And they're like, wouldn't dream of it. Right, right. Definitely not. Okay, we know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> and this is very sweet, the end. Do you want to read the end? Uh, Which part? Um, when Harry, he, he writes down his telephone number.
2: Yes, 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 yes. On a okay. parchment paper. Uh, yeah, this is called a telephone number, he told Ron, scribbling it twice, tearing the parchment in two, and handing it to them. I told your dad how to use a telephone last <laughs> summer. He'll know... Call me at the Dursleys, okay? I can't stand another two months with only Dudley to talk to, uh, and so that's that's kind of a cool, you know, idea. He explained telephones to Arthur Weasley, uh, and now he gets a <laughs> yeah. phone call. Imagine how crazy that is for Ron. I know to to try a telephone and to to call and talk to Harry.
3: Your tone.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
3: I think he yells in, into the. Uh, uh speaker right i think he, he can't he like, can't hear yeah. you
2: so i gotta i gotta speak up because he's all the way over there right <laughs> so nuts it did remind me we, we we just uh over our spring break we actually binged a show called wednesday mm-hmm. uh, a really good netflix show oh, and so uh yeah. wednesday's mother is always like you know dear you missed my crystal ball call right <laughs> like I, I i crystal balled you a couple times yeah. and you're like oh that's that's cool
3: yeah it reminded me a lot of a uh wednesday the show It reminded me a lot of um baby blocks back is a a typical German it used to be like audiobooks or audio tapes. Uh a little witch. She is a witch who also lives, if you want, in a muggle world. Um and she goes they produced a movie about it and then she goes to a school where there's other witches as well. And yeah, it's pretty cool. And they had I think they had crystal balls and stuff. It just reminded me of that. And and Wednesday is a great show. Yeah. It it just it, it's just cool i don't know what it is but even though as an adult you're done with all the teenage stuff you're done with school maybe it is because we are teachers but like reading this about all the school st- it's my favorite part right is their normal day by day daily school stuff going on yeah. drama yes. fun right classes and this is what wednesday is all about too and with a little mystery ob- obviously but yeah, yeah. so yeah. we just we just enjoy it
2: yeah for sure <laughs> yeah um all right well hey and that's pretty much it you know they they walk back across <laughs> into the muggle world they get off the train and off they go and ron will be giving him a phone call later uh, in the next book so that's that is it. it that is the end of chamber of secrets wow two books <laughs> down that is crazy
3: we have made it through two books
2: yeah it's fun we were listening earlier today to our first <laughs> chapter as I said, we were reposting those over on YouTube and we were listening to chapter one of the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's yes. Stone. And it was so crazy to, to, to hear back almost a year ago yeah. and in one year to have gotten through Sorcerer's Stone and then Chamber feels really good. And so we're hoping in this yes. next year to get through uh, Prisoner and then also ooh, we won't get all the way through it. But I feel like uh, Goblet of Fire will be be quite a... yeah quite a book
3: for prisoner we also probably have some some very special guests coming on so you can look forward to that we definitely are we we are so excited for prisoner of haskaban yeah Yeah, this is where it gets really i mean we say this about every book you know we get more into the story and they get older it gets a little darker but yeah i cannot wait Honestly, same and we want to take the chance and really, really thank you guys for for coming along and listening to us and and just being part of, of this journey. It really means so much to us, and and we can't can't thank you enough.
2: Yeah, it is fun. We have some. I, m- I mentioned that story about you know earlier with the live stream and all the debacle, uh, crazy <laughs> stuff that happened. And. And many of you I reached out to, or you reached out to me and, uh, it's just been, it's fun. It's fun to chat with you guys over on social media, uh, to get owls. We do have some owl posts for you guys actually uh, that we want to read here in just a second. So it's just been really, really cool. And, And every day there's like somebody new who like pops in, leaves a comment or, uh, comes over and checks out the podcast, or maybe they're just checking out Harry Potter, uh, hangout theory videos or something. And then they're, they're wondering about the podcast. So it's cool. It's growing. And, and I, I, you know, our, our goal has always been to just uh, talk Potter and just hang out yes. and, and enjoy it. Like we we literally went to like we we love going to Scotland. We love visiting castles over there. We went and looked at Harry Potter locations. I mean, we're yes. we're those type of crazy <laughs> uh, people. Right. So, you know, if you're crazy you know. like us, then we want you here with us and yes, journeying along. So what do we got? Let's do Outpost.
3: OK. Yeah. Um, thank you for writing in. Shall we? Char Char says, Hey, guys, first of all, I'd like to say that I really, really like your podcast and all the positive vibes that make my day. I live in Germany. So time and all that is different. Second of all, I was listening to the podcast, I forgot which episode. And I would like to share that like Ron, it might sound completely crazy. I sometimes have dreams with snippets of the past or future. I don't know what they um, mean at the moment, but when I experience the moment, it feels like I have done this before. If you want, you can share this on the podcast. Kind regards, shall We. Thank you, yeah. Sharwi, for writing in. First of all,
2: yeah, and hope we hope we're saying that right. Um, best best we could do with pronunciation. So, uh, really, I wanted to throw out here that I have had those types of dreams. Those those things where you're mm-hmm. like, you feel like as you're as you're going through. I mean, uh, life and. You come across a certain situation, you're like, I've dreamed about this. Yeah, this is feels like a dream, and yeah. it feels like déjà vu. Like I've this Absolutely, has happened before. Yeah. This is and that, what is that? You know, what is that's a weird thing.
3: Thanks for sharing this. I mean, this is something some people experience more than others. But lately, I've been having dreams too that are very, very vivid. Mm-hmm. And I have talked about this, by the way, on our uh, w- when we podcasted with our good friends Lane and Sarah oh, on further up, further up. Yep. Where we talk about uh, *Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe*. Narnia. Right, right.
2: Yeah, we talked about our dreams <laughs> um, over there. Yeah,
3: we talked about our dreams, and and I now truly believe, like, believe there is definitely a connection to another, you know, the if you want the spiritual realm or or the big consciousness, some sort of connection we don't really understand. Source energy. No one, no one can truly, truly explain one hundred percent how dreams work. Mm-hmm. And why we dream. And I mean, there is some explanation like you kind of, you pro- your brain processes all the information and it needs time to process and probably like, I don't know, categorize and do stuff with it. Yeah. But it's hard to explain why we then not dream everything that happened that day. You know, right, it's so, right. it's sometimes so random who appears in our dreams. And one dream that I shared was, for example, your mother visited me in a dream and i have um unfortunately i i I never you know met your mom in person Mm -hmm. and but in the dream she was so clear and and when i told you what she did in that dream you said this is exactly how my mom was this yeah is,
2: and i'm not the only one who said that my aunt when you told yeah. that the other day said the exact same thing yeah. my sister was blown away yeah um and you told that to them separate from when you told me and they yeah. were like that's exactly because your mother my,
3: was passing out soup to to you know we were at a shelter of, of refugees and mm-hmm. stuff and your mom was passing out soup to everyone giving and orders giving and orders telling everyone what to do taking care of people. and just yeah. taking yeah taking care of the people and and that was yeah so shall we this is, I mean, this is amazing, especially when you, when you experience something and then it happens and you can actually connect it to a dream. So we don't know what it all means, but like, it's good that the, like life is still full of mysteries mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's certain things we cannot a hundred percent explain yet.
2: Yeah. Here, here here's a trippy one. And I heard this from a friend years ago who, um, said that they dream in, Oh, how do I put this? That they dream... Some of their dream. Most of their dreams are black and white. Okay. Most of their dreams are black and white. Wow. Uh, and that every once in a while, and it doesn't happen often, maybe once every three months or six months or whenever, but not not often, they will have a dream in color. And they believe wow. that that dream is the future. And oftentimes they've been prophetic <sighs> dreams and things that they think are going to come. I mean, there is such thing. And People stuff. have... Yeah. It's crazy. It, I mean, it's what I was like, huh? That is absolutely yeah wild and you know you of course i mean dreams are happening inside of our own head and as as dumbledore and harry would say just because it's happening right in in, in mm-hmm. our head doesn't mean it's not real yeah. uh it's definitely happening and we know about it and it's crazy. some sometimes it feels crazy to share what happened in a dream because you're like that re- oh absolutely are you embellishing Is that really no it? some
3: sometimes but you really no, wonder mean, how can my brain put this and this together in a dream like yeah it's so yeah. random <laughs> I mean, I have intentionally not told you the full version of of that dream because it was really crazy. Like I believe sp- it. Sp- Spider-Man showed up and stuff.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man shows up and is just trying to knock down a building. Yeah, that's crazy. But anyway, yeah. cool. And thank you for sharing. If anybody who wants to share stuff like that, I think it's really cool. Yeah. We had some people share... Uh, some some spooky stuff around Halloween right and some things that were kind of haunting it. Andrew That's sent us something cool and so to hear about your dreams or or odd paranormal activity stuff it's yes. cool I love it I, I think it's I, I want to hear more of it
3: yes it's so neat to, to kind of get to know our listeners a little better and yeah
2: love it also we never know who's listening from where so right. if someone's <laughs> listening from like England or 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 um, Eastern Europe or Asia or Wherever, like let us know. I yeah. would I would love to um I'd love to interact too, with people and too. figure out where people are from. So it's really cool. Yeah. Uh next up, so thank you again f- for those of you who are participating in the review giveaway thing. We're still collecting reviews over there. So Melissa, thank you for writing this in. Uh just sort of said this is just on Tuesday. as in Lottie, your great host. This is a very uh feel good, cozy podcast and a great reread through Harry Potter. I also love that they do one chapter per episode and we will continue that by the mm-hmm. way yeah. throughout the entire series because I know that people enjoy it. it's much easier to kind of find and, yeah and things so um, I have three small children and often listen during the evenings while cleaning up after they are in bed it is such a great distraction and an enjoyable way to unwind after our crazy days
3: this makes me so happy Melissa yeah Cause I, I can totally relate to that you know like you just want something to relax and I'm so happy that we can provide that for you and and
2: that's what that's what we want to do
3: that's what we want to do and that's what helped me through a lot of tough times like for example my master's thesis this is how how we met this is this has so much meaning to our lives and that's what we kind of want to give back you know it gave us so much and we would love to give that also to other people
2: right yeah we, we we've always been i think when we first started talking like we've we've been givers we want to give uh you know whether it's just to educate or entertain or or whatever it might be like we just enjoy talking potter we enjoy making new positive potter friends as we say all the time mm-hmm. that's, that's the whole goal is to build community and find people who who enjoy something you know because yeah. we there are plenty of potter podcasts and youtube channels that you can go check out for for to to fill up your we, needs i actually and
3: love checking them out we too, love yeah. them
2: i i third yeah 100 percent. um i helped the girls over at swish and flick set up their podcast that yeah. was my big contribution and i am so happy yeah. about <laughs> about that because it's brought so many you know i did that without wanting anything in return and i and i really felt like that was a good I really saw value in what yeah. they were doing and I thought this is really cool however I can help I want to help yeah and I had people in my life telling me no that, that yeah. was a bad thing that you're wasting your time you you know you shouldn't be they're not giving you anything for this why are you why are you spending all your time you know going up there and so, I was like I, because mm. they're putting out really good energy they you know and know. and so that was really at, at the time when I was involved with them I thought that's that's awesome yeah. so yeah, I we always hope that's what we're doing, and um and it's always encouraging to hear from folks that you know, hey, you you that you enjoy it and it's good. And I know there are some folks who tune in and listen for a couple episodes, and like ah, I sit my cup of tea, yeah, and okay. that is totally fine. We yeah. we appreciate um all those people, and that's why we're glad that there are other ways in which you can consume right. more Potter content and. Yeah, you know, get your little escape because we're always listening to the books on the way home. Uh, we're all we always have an ambience video on. We <laughs> yeah. are always eating food, watching Harry Potter. That's literally always what we're doing. Um, Harry Potter is in all of our feeds as we scroll through <laughs> at the end of the night. So. I mean,
3: yeah, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, all those yeah. three, four. Sometimes I wish we had like, you know. We don't want to become cyborgs and have, like, technology chips in our body. But yeah, yeah. sometimes I wish we had, like, 24-7 microphones around us.
2: Oh, my gosh. Because
3: the conversations that sometimes come up between you and me about the Harry Potter theory or, or something that right, ha- right. in the book or a connection we suddenly make, it's, I mean... It's nuts. It's awesome. It's so much fun. So much <laughs> that we just
2: have a doc. We're writing them all down. We're trying Hello. to like find time just to, to to polish them up and get them out to you guys. Yeah. Uh, which is our goal for Prisoner of Azkaban. So as we you know wrap this up here, uh, we want to say thank you to, to people who write in, to yeah. people who comment, and uh to all of you just for listening. I never yeah. forget that. Even just people who who chime in and listen, uh it's it's wonderful. It supports the podcast. It mm-hmm. supports us, and it's it's cool. So. Yeah, of Basketball, though, we're going to be changing up the format a little bit. New intros for, for Lottie and yeah, I. That's the goal, be, yeah. Yeah, a mm-hmm. little new intro. I think got will check in the next episode. i uh, going to be changing a few things up and just upping. The, the, you know, the fun thing about being a content creator or being someone who does podcast and just just trying to make make something that um, is educational, entertaining, or whatever, is you can always improve it and find yeah. ways to get better at it, Yeah. Uh, improve your audio quality, whatever it might be. And yeah, we're looking to do that in the next book. So hopefully, if that works for some people, cool. Some people are just sort of like, whatever. Um, <laughs> and yeah, but for us, it's fun. And you'll be hearing some changes. So we wanted to prep you as we get ready to go into Prisoner basketball. Yes, so, sir. All right. That's
3: all, all right. I got. All right.
2: All right. You got anything before I hit the outro? You look like you. No. No. Okay. No, all right. You know. All right. <coughs> no. Hit it hard. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so, okay. I know, I know what that means, which is. All right, friends. Well, that's all for this week. Is that hitting it hard? Like the, what's the drum? <laughs> thank you for that's tuning in, That's hitting it. <laughs> Darn it. Okay. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Showcage Radio, ninety-four point seven. C O Z Y. We hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy, and we mean this. Thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Ba-boom. If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review and follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill.
3: If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You'll find all the links down below. Thank you so much to all our current patrons. We appreciate you to the moon and back. Don't forget to leave us that review on Apple and enter our giveaway. Next week, we will start our journey through book three Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban we start of course with the chapter number one owl post so make sure you tune back in next time and until then have a great west 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 rest, rest. Wait, wait, wait west your day go west <laughs> thanks for joining us in our shell cottage today we know it's not much but it's our home tough
2: <clears throat> you're a tough you little puff
3: uh, yeah, it's true i am a little puff a little raven puff
2: lumos <coughs> <coughs>
3: expecto patronum
2: whoa what if that's how we started the podcast expecto patrono patrono <laughs> guys it's not patrono Dun, 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 dun. da